N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 335 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm with SGR. What up? And this week's special guest, the designated spitters, the godfather, the Don of NYY News TV. Simonetti, Pete. Okay. 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 Let's break the record for as many OKs ever in one episode. I'm down. I'm totally down. I've been okay. trying to do it. I've been trying. To... Okay. Right. okay. Okay. You guys know. Okay. 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 In game season live, I do it all the time. Oh, right? I, okay. I catch okay. it all the time now, man. It's uh, fucking okay. So you guys, you guys have definitely added that like more than anything in the world. The best tagline hilarious that we've ever had on I got, the network. I gotta say, Sim, I've I've gotten, and I don't really see the resemblance in it, but people sometimes will say I look somewhat like a Garrett Cole. Yeah. Now with that mustache going, bro, you kind of look like a little bit of Carlos Rodon going I told, on here. I told I've, I've got the road on. Do we? Man. Do we? Are we the, the makeshift Yankee? Uh, yes, we are the aces. You? Damn it! Yes, the aces, we are the one-two punch. Unfortunately, right. I, I probably would be on the IL. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my my shoulder's not feeling too good. Uh, you know, Amy's been giving me nice rubs before I fall asleep, and that's really been helping me go every five days. What's uh What's Carlos's wife's name again? Ashley. Great question. Oh, Ashley. Okay. Really dumb. A little Ashley action. All right. Okay. Okay. Double date. Okay. All right, okay. Carlos. Okay. I okay. have a I have a soon to be wife. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're live here Monday night. The Yanks are off. Uh, they just uh, they're coming home tomorrow night to take on the White Sox after uh, taking two out of three from the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, inter- interesting series. I'll admit that I saw very little of the game on Friday night because I went out to dinner. Uh, okay. It was my cousin's wife's birthday. Uh, ha- to happy birthday, happy belated now to m- my wife, uh, my cousin's wife Marisa. Happy birthday! Okay. okay. So we went birthday. out, we okay. celebrated, okay. we had a good time, and then we got home. It was like nine fifteen ish. Okay, and I'm like, I'm gonna close my eyes for uh... a half hour. Mm, I close my eyes for a half hour. I wake up. It's like a quarter after twelve. My fucking phone's blowing up, and I look and I'm like, and I and I, you know, you you wake up in a fog, and I'm like, did we kick Kershaw's ass or are we getting our ass kicked? And then I looked (laughs) up, and I was like, what the fuck, Sevy? I guess Sevy got blitzed in the first inning there, big time. What a Um, beat. Then I I did manage to catch uh, Stan hit the home run and I was like fuck this yeah. <laughs> laid back down. That's a risky move. The nine nine p.m. nap. Yeah, I, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, man. Sometimes yeah. you do the good old eye close and you don't wake up to the next day. Yeah. You know? I guess okay. I guess I'm a Turns fake fan asleep. for that. Okay. So uh, okay. whatever. Okay. Yeah, you would get definitely Twitter will call you a, a fake fan for that. Okay. No doubt about it. Uh, it was on the bandwagon. You know, okay. Bandwagon fan. Do I get any credit that I worked really hard on Friday and it was like a hundred degrees so here? No. Okay. No. No. Okay. You can't use that because on Twitter no. is where the real okay. Yankee fans are. Drink your are, water. Okay? Wear your sunscreen. Okay. Get some sleep. Watch okay. the Yankees. Watch use me. A... Watch the game. Okay. <laughs> use a my pillow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get the my pillow app. Go to Walmart. Okay. Wash Donaldson hit two. Uh, he had two home runs in that game, and then he looked yes. lost. 
then he looked lost the following day, and then he was yep. off on sun on Sunday. Um, here's the thing, right? We talked about this last week with Stan and Donaldson coming back. Like, I think everybody wants Stan to come back. I think we all realize how much Stan impacts this lineup when he's here. The Yankees have a legitimate cleanup hitter when Stan is in this lineup. Mm-hmm. But can you make the argument one way or the other that the Yankees are better with Josh Donaldson in this lineup? Um, I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, we'd probably easily be able to answer this. The problem right now is DJ LeMay, who kind of sucks ass. Right, and that's... So mm, it's like, who's, that, I mean, who's better? We brought... I mean, everything that we talked about on last week's show was interconnected. Like, there's a lot... Every moving part moves simultaneously with this ball club, right? So you can't... Are you going to say that this team is not better with Donaldson? Well, who's going to play third base every day? That's DJ LeMayu. He has a 200 on base percentage since May 15th. Wow. Yeah, he's been terrible. I mean, he's been... You know, it's funny because SGR, isn't this the first year that you kind of said you think he's going to do good? Yeah, I guess that theory went out the fucking trash. Well, it's funny because people people ask me all the time about it. They're like, you know, um, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't have excuses for the guy no more. He's not good right now. He looks old. And I hate saying that, but DJ looks old. You're right. I hate saying it as well, but he does look old. You're also seeing it. you're also seeing his emotion kind of play into it a little more. He was slamming his helmet yeah. down after a big out the other day, and it's just yeah, it's not the DJ LeMayhew that we all fell in love with. No. Well, this he he got re-signed after twenty. Was it after twenty twenty? He got re-signed. Yes. So this is year three of six. Twenty twenty one till twenty twenty six. He signed on a six year ninety million dollar deal. I mean, the deal's not bad. No, I mean the deal's not bad. But I think I think the problem with the deal is, if you remember, when the Yankees made the deal, they said they wanted the extended years a load of AAV. That's going to be the kicker in the ass. Mm-hmm. Is if they eventually did a four-year deal, even a five guaranteed, it wouldn't be as bad right now. But now you're looking down the line, you're like, if this guy don't got it now, we got what three more years with him after this. Yeah, this That's is tough. year three. Yeah. Right. So, are tough. you say are you willing to say that Lemayu's healthy right now? You know, yeah, I can't, I can't use the excuse no more, man. I well, then he's, I mean, if this is, if he's I healthy, can't. because we always, we gave him the out the last two years. He, mm. he had the core muscle injury, what, right? That was what hampered him in uh, 2021. He had the, the oblique or whatever the hell was bothering him. Yep. And then last year was the toe. We'll talk about toes later. I know it. Okay. Some freak, some freak mm. just got really excited in the chat. Okay. I know those guys exist. Okay. So Michael gonna... Caputo. Okay. <laughs> oh, name dropping right there. <laughs> I got, some, got the freaks in there today. All right. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Uh, so it was a toll last year. If you're telling me that DJ LeMayu is healthy, I'm concerned. You got to be. You got to be concerned right now. I mean, what the hell is the guy showing? You know, early on, there was there was a little bit there where uh, I, I think out the gate, some of us were like, whoa, he looks he looks really good. Totally, and then yeah. just over the last couple of weeks, I mean, he looks absolutely horrible, like absolutely horrible to the point now where I used to go to bat for this guy every chance I got just to argue with people. No, he's injured. I get it. I tell you the truth, man. I said it recently. I can't go to I can't go to bat with the, for the guy no more. I, I just, can you two thirty nine? You can't defend it anymore. Two thirty nine average, six ninety seven OPS, ninety two OPS plus. Uh, he's got how many extra base hits on the year? He's got he's actually got six home runs, which is surprising. I didn't think he had that many. Yeah. I mean, he's got six home runs uh, and nine doubles. Somehow 
he locked himself into two triples. We saw the the other. Oh, we yeah. saw one of them uh, this past weekend. So I mean, it's oh, a there little. We, go. we got a we got our first super chat from a freak right here, Nicholas, my guy, Truesdale. Said, did somebody uh-huh. mention toes? Oh shit, bro! <laughs> Jesus, Nicholas, toes down. Okay. Okay, uh-huh. Truesdale. Okay, okay, Truesdale likes the toes. Okay, okay. we fuck, like that. Right. We like that. Okay, little but sick if, fuck action. If you look hey? at if you look at Lemayhu's games game by game, it was really the mm. end of April. He was hitting two ninety nine with a three eighty two on base April twenty mm. fourth. From there, it just goes down like the stock market just crashes. Two ninety nine was like the highest at that point. Just keeps dropping and dropping, and now he's down to what uh, two thirty nine batting mm. average with an on base of three oh one. Yeah. Oof. God almighty, that's terrible. Yeah. He's never uh, been a big on base guy because he, he never drew a lot of walks. But right. I mean, but career batting it, average of 295. Say, but, he, but that's what I'm like saying. It, you, when you're not hitting and you're not yeah. drawing walks, it's it's amplified. So, I mean, we talk, I think we mentioned this last week because we came on Thursday right before everybody got mm. back in the lineup. Donaldson being in the lineup and you on the bench – was the right move, right? And I, I, and I, I still feel that way. Tomorrow, when the lineup comes out, if everybody's available, it's it's got to be Donaldson at third and and DJ at at third. I mean, on the bench and only. Mm. And I say this mainly because we have to know. We need a definitive answer before. What do you want to say? July fourth, somewhere around there. We need a definitive answer on what Donaldson is. Is he going to be able to contri- contribute to this team? Do the Yankees need to make a move at that point? So yeah. Donaldson's got to play every day. And especially if LeMahieu's going to be this bad, I mean, it, to me, it's a no-brainer that, that Donaldson's got to play every day right now. Yeah, and, and it's funny. I want to respond to this guy, Phil DePasqua, in the chat says, you guys are crazy. DJ's a crucial part of the lineup. Stop the insanity. Well, all we're talking about is his stats. I think we'd all agree that a good DJ LeMahieu is what the Yankees need. Absolutely. Fact of the matter is, right now you can't stick up for DJ and say he's good. He's been terrible. He's been this really bad. No, he's, he's not he's knocking not him. We're telling no. the truth about him. I think this is a different situation than Anthony Volpe, where Anthony Volpe, no doubt, to, to me, Anthony Volpe needs to play every day because he's a rookie, and you need to, you need to get him past whatever this is. The DJ Lemayu, if he's if he's going to show this that he's, I hate to use the term washed again. I, you know, we gave the, the Wash LeMay, DJ LeMay Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a guy that's what, 34 years old versus a kid that's 22 years old. You big know, you got, there's a big, a di- there's a big right. difference. There's, yeah. a, there's a big difference in that. So uh, we got another super chat here oh, from hey. our boy Toesdale. Nicholas Trues. Another one. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Okay, I just pissed myself laughing at your guy's reaction to toes. Haha, <laughs> okay, okay, keep up the great work. You're the family I never <laughs> met, but watch every day. Okay? You're welcome. Right, thank you. He has thank, toes, thank you. all right? Thank you, Mr. Toe. Okay. okay Definitely subscribes to some Measure friends, that's his toes, my okay. God. Ronald Torres, oh. okay? Yeah, oh gosh, man. Oh, Jesus. Who knows what's going down there? It's like troll feet, probably. Oh, uh, Bigfoot. I'm a big believer in this, and I saw this, there was a TikTok that went viral, and it said <clears throat> that men should never expose their feet. True. You're in public. Yeah. I, I have I one. I have a rule. <laughs> Unless that. you are at a body of water, you never expose your feet if you're a male. Yeah, my toes are all That's fucked good. up. I don't I even like want to talk rule. about them right now. They look. Right. They look like a bunch of old Italian sausages just hanging off my toes. My feet. I terrible. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's why I tell them every morning. I don't. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Okay. 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 
with swamps. With socks. Sure. Whatever. Anyway, uh, so, you know, you got Donaldson back, Stanton's back, and now got to do the toe talk, right? Okay. Toe talk? Aaron Judge misses the game last night uh, with a toe injury. Uh, Boone said that his toe, his his big piggy was uh, bothering him. Um, Then after the game, uh, Judge was like, oh, somebody asked him if it was broken. He goes, I don't know. I never had a broken toe before. I don't know what it's supposed to feel like. Mm. Then then the Twitter doctors, you know, were like, oh, he doesn't have a broken toe because he was able to walk after he ran into the wall. So. Yeah, the quote here is uh, from Judge on when asked about it. It's tough to say, you know, I've never broken a toe, so we'll see. We'll see what the tests say. I don't want to throw anything out there just yet. Oh, in my mm-hmm. honest opinion, the Yankees are going to play this the same way they played the hip. Mm-hmm. Oh, day to day, blah, blah, blah. He's probably not going to play against Chicago, and then you're going to wake up on Friday morning, and he's going to go on the IL, and hopefully it's just the rest of the week, right? So – I'd be surprised if anything differently happens. Now, the bigger picture here is, is that if I, Aaron Judge lands on the IL again, which we all know is a massive blow to this team, this team is not the mm-hmm. same with Aaron Judge, without Aaron Judge in the lineup. I don't think there's a single player that impacts his team the way that Aaron Judge impacts the, the Yankee lineup. So he... It was a stupid slide. I mean, he'll admit it himself. In it was in Minnesota when he got hurt with the hip, and he, he went on the IL. Yeah. But he was playing hard. He was playing aggressive. Again, you know, that's a game-saving catch. He doesn't catch that. The Yankees are probably losing on Saturday. Facts. Okay? So he's playing hard. He's playing aggressive. He's playing a win. This could be the second time that he goes on the IL because he's playing hard. Do you? What do you say to this guy? Like, hey. Calm the fuck down, or you can't, can't. You can't say that to him, right? Oh, you can't. You can't. Aaron judges, you know. And by, by the way, real quick, guys, let's get to 100 likes. We got over 160 in here. Oh, we're close. A- Aaron Judge is literally the leader of this club. I know he has the captain title, but on the field, they move with him. It's that simple. Uh, Judge is never gonna stop playing the way he is now. Should Judge be sliding head first on the bases anywhere? No. It should never happen. He should just know I don't do that. But it's a reaction thing. What is he going to just let the ball bounce off the wall when he feels like, hey, I could catch it? I mean, he ran no. through the damn gate. He knocked the whole gate down. You think he's thinking of, oh, I'm going to, oh, I better not do this because I'm going to end up on the IL. Mm-hmm. No, he's making a play. I mean, you're never going to be able to right. stop Judge from doing stuff like that. It's like telling Derek Jeter, hey, Jeter, look, man, making that jump throw at 32 years old, they got to stop doing it. You might pull a, uh, an oblique. We don't, don't want you doing that Don't bust your face in the front row. Yeah, don't, don't, don't make catches <laughs> like that. Let it go foul. Don't worry about it. When, when, you're, a ball, when you're a ball player like Aaron Judges, you're not going to stop doing that. It, it's never going to stop. It is what it is. Unfortunately, it could put him on the IL because he's six foot 12 and, you know, 400 pounds. But what are you going to do? I mean, the, the guy's not going to stop being who he is. And it's the reason we love him. It's the reason he got the contract he got. You know, um, Judge is a ball player, and the Yankees need more of them, and they, they need him on the damn field is what they need. Can we get rid of fences in the outfield like that? Like, Why is that still a thing? Why why aren't the outfield walls completely full of padding? Is there any yeah, obstacle that, that in the way Yeah, that bottom there with the, with the hard concrete, that's a bit insane in my opinion. There should yeah. be some sort of padding there. Yeah, well, no one reminds me of the White Sox. Fucking the Incredible Hulk to go blasting yeah. through the fucking wall out there. <laughs> they say he even broke some of the concrete on the bottom. Like his toe actually broke some of the concrete. Yeah, man. Wild. 
away what makes him so great. And and I would be upset if somebody from the organization was like, well, you know, we'll lose a Saturday game to keep you in the lineup for 10 days. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You can't take that away from him, you know. But, you know, if this is the second time this season where his aggressiveness and him, play, you know, has landed him on the IL, it's a, it's a detriment to this team. But at the same time, that like you said, that's who Aaron Judge is. That's what makes him so great. You can't take that away from him. No, he's going to be who he is. And, and look, I mean, he's not going to change. God forbid he does go on the aisle for this. He's not going to come off and be some different player in right field. He's going to be who he is. That's it. I think, honestly, though, what would you think if you were watching a game on Saturday night and he knows he's getting closer to the wall and he pulls up and the ball pissed. drops in? You'd be fucking Aaron Hicks. Yeah. I'd be Aaron Hicks. Killing I mean, him. It, like, we don't want that. Soft, you know, oh, he doesn't play hard. Uh, then the, the then the contract would come into play. Oh, he doesn't play hard anymore because he's got the money, you know. So, I'd honestly, I'd rather lose him for ten days, knowing that he's going to give me everything that he's got at every single moment, than to him, you know, not you know, to not play hard on the field. Yeah, we got a super yeah, chat from exactly. Zach Brownish. Yo, says, huh? Judge can't be out for a long time. Oh, he can't I mean, be. I mean, he, he could be, but I mean, yeah, you don't right. want that. I mean, damn. I mean, wouldn't be good. The toes be good broke. The I mean, if the toes broken, the Yankees might as well, you know, pack it in. I mean, Mike, what, what would that? I mean, I don't know. I know none of us are doctors. What are you probably looking at there? Four weeks minimum. Let's, Let's go to. I Google, would assume. Man. I would assume it's got to be four to five weeks minimum if it's a broken. I mean, a broken finger. I know you're doing more with your finger, but the big toe's a tough one. I mean, so it says uh, most broken toes can heal on their own with proper care in four to six weeks. Well, probably give him the good five, then maybe five or six. Oh, if the toe's broken, he's out two months because you know he's gonna because Yankees gonna play conservatively. Then he's gonna have to go on the rehab, and you know you can't. I mean, what does this team look like without Aaron, without Aaron Judge for two months? Bowers is probably your right fielder for good at that point. I mean, again, I know people want to bring up Stanton, but I I said it 150 times. I'm I can't see Stanton in the outfield. Like I could barely move. We gotta we gotta stop with this idea that you know you're gonna throw Stanton in the outfield for multiple games. He's so dangerous. It's just hard. yeah, it's, especially with Judge being out. It's kind of like you don't even want him roaming out there at right. this point. And who else are the Yankees gonna give a shot to? I mean that that they have on the roster right now. Calhoun's gonna get at bats, and he's. A hard, you know. Let, let's even think about the horrible outfield the Yankees just put out there here recently, defensive wise. Calhoun in left field, I can't center and Bowers center. in right. I mean, or whatever the hell it was. I know it was those three, but it's just yeah. What it was, uh, it was Bowers in left, and then uh, and then that was when Calhoun the ball was in right, and then they used Oswaldo Cabrera as a defensive replacement, and that was when the ball yeah. was rolling around like a circus out there. And just speaking of the the chat said, what about Cole Calhoun? He's left. He's gone. He opted out already. Oh, did he? I didn't, yeah, I didn't he opted out part. already. He's gone. I mean, I, we all know it. I mean, Aaron Judge is is the Yankees. If the Yankees don't have Aaron Judge, they don't have much. And I mean, you it's if you look at the names in this lineup, right? Even without Aaron Judge, you would think that this could still be a pretty decent team. But they're just they're just terrible. Yeah. When they're missing Aaron Judge, they're just they're just terrible, and it's. So we'll just have to hope for the best, man. And uh, at the very worst case scenario, it's like a 10-day thing. And But hopefully he'll be in the lineup tomorrow. I doubt it, but hopefully he will be. Yeah, yeah it looks like 
uh, Christian, what you were saying was accurate. It is about the average time for a broken toe to heal is six weeks. Usually All it's right. about a two week period where you're not doing anything. Uh, and then you try to try to see how it's how it's going. And if you have a higher pain tolerance, you might have uh, you'll probably come back a little bit sooner. I so just it jab, just depend. jab a needle in there. Uh, we got another one for our from our boy Toesdale. Toes. Truesdale says, bro, if 99 is on IL, it'll be so sad. He's on such a run right now. Yeah, that's the one thing, like, for me, like, just being an Aaron Judge fan, I always talk about this. My dad is, like, the biggest Judge fan in the planet. He messaged me mm. literally after every AB would judge. Um, it would suck because, as of right now, you can make an argument. Judge is on pace to be an MVP again. For sure. I mean, he really is on that pace. For him to miss a month would really piss me off. Yeah, he's definitely on pace. He's definitely on pace for the MVP again because he missed that time and he's still on that same trajectory from last year. Uh, okay. We have another another super chat from our boy Rasan Thompson. Hey, my guy. He says, "Is it too much to ask to have a healthy lineup for a week?" Stanton comes back and now yes. Judge is out, Bader is out. This lineup can be scary once they're all healthy. The Yankees, man. It's the Yankees. It's like yeah. they they don't have the opportunities ever to do that and. I mean, the guys that get injured, to be fair, though, a lot of the same guys that we used to be injured it's, mm-hmm. is, is another thing. But, you know, um, it is it is what it is with this club. You know, when one guy comes back, another guy goes down. It's been like that for a while. It's kind of shocking that they're actually where they are right now in the standings. Speaking, uh, speaking of Harrison Bader, the uh, person that we sent to St. Louis to get him uh, was, was uh, <laughs> making headlines uh, recently. Jordan Montgomery. Oh yeah, what did he do? Oh, uh, remember how when he was here, he used to, he, he would pitch relatively well. You know, pretty much you yeah. could pencil in two inning, uh, two earned, three earned over six, and the Yankees yep. would never score and he would lose. Well, it really hasn't changed much in uh, in St. Louis for him. I he's Owens. <laughs> I believe he's Owens yes. seven. Hasn't won yet. Wow. Uh, St. Louis has lost ten straight Jordan Montgomery starts. Uh, and his ERA isn't that terrible. I mean, it's like four, four. two, so yeah. he's it's not bad. I mean, that's that's a quality. I mean, you go three over six is a four five, and those are considered quality starts. So wow, he's not been terrible. So somebody asked, I didn't hear exactly what was asked of him. Um, like it was basically like paraphrasing, like yeah. what do you think about not winning these games? And his response was, "I'm not a loser." I got that full quote up here if you want me to say it. <laughs> yes, please. Let's hear that. Jordan Montgomery says, I am not a loser. I'm going to keep giving them everything I've got out there. The team knows that. Manager knows it. Pitching coach knows it. Fan base knows it. Baseball stinks. It's not always easy. It's not always going to go great. Everybody has to stick with what they do and try to do it better. Oh, go write a fucking motivational book, Montgomery's would you? I am record. not a loser. I am not a loser. Oh, it looks like he has two wins, though. He's two and seven. Oh, look at that. Is he two and seven? Him in yeah, he has, he has two wins. Then they must have been early on in the season. Maybe it's their 0-7 in his last seven starts. They're on like a long losing streak. of. Yeah, they suck. His... I mean, the Cardinals absolutely suck, which is pretty pretty surprising, to be honest. It is. That's definitely one of the bigger surprises. And the worst thing about division. it is like the whole organization is like going to hell. Like there's people ratting on each other and everything. Like it's really ugly there right now. I'm cool to see what it takes to get Nolan Arenado over here. Okay, little Nolan, all right. Okay, okay, Nolan Arnado. Got a couple of uh, messages here. Got um, A. Becker, who has been a member for three months, says, honestly, we will never be fully healthy this season. Kind of feels that way. 
And then Epic Warrior with the super chat says that Ultimate Warrior's brother? Ultimate Warrior's uncle. Oh, uncle. <laughs> the Yanks can't catch a break <laughs> with injuries. This roster is filled with 26 players. They can't build around Cole and Judge. Who could we get at the deadline? You know, actually, matter of fact, I, I did I was thinking about that here recently. Is do you if I were to ask you guys, since the Yankees signed Judge and Cole, have they done enough to win with those two during their best seasons? Well, I think getting Rodon in the offseason certainly shows that they're doing a lot. Yeah. Doing enough is is a, another I, – I mean, I, I would say it's a as much as enough as you can can get, right? The options were shortstop. Just never, they, look, they the went left with field Volpe instead. Yeah, left bad, field man. could have been handled a little bit Look at bit the guys, better. man. Look at Yoshida. Can you imagine that guy in his That's lineup right name, now? Yeah. Care what Andrew Benintendi's open. OPS is or he has zero home runs. If the if if you want to tell me he didn't want to play here and nothing was going to change his mind, fine, whatever. I, I can't argue. Would have. But they didn't make it. They didn't make a realistic play for him. Yeah. He fit this lineup perfectly last year. I'm not saying that the Yankees win the ALCS if he's healthy, but I think they put up a hell of a bigger fight than uh, they did if if they have him in the lineup. Another. And what that, what that turns out to be, does it turn out to be a win? Does it turn out to be two wins? I don't know, but I think Yankees were much better equipped to face Houston had they had him. So I feel like going into this season with Oswaldo Cabrera as your starting left fielder was a dereliction of duty. Like you're telling me that you want to, you're a World Series team, but you know this utility guy who played four games in his total career is your starting left fielder. I, I, no, in the was, outfield, I should say. You know, come on now. You're, I was always against that move. I didn't. I didn't like the idea of him just hated, staying out it. there. It just didn't make sense to me, especially when he had so many options that you did. And I, I know that you know um, Yoshida got everyone when this, when everybody signed. They're like, "What the hell is Boston thinking?" They gave this guy, I think, fifteen for the first year, and he got like four years of eighteen million each. He's worth every penny of it. I mean, that deal right now is looking like an absolute steal. The guy yeah. is absolutely phenomenal. He's got just under a 400 on base percentage. He's at 396 with a 318 batting average. He is absolutely phenomenal, man. Yeah. I, I wonder what his home splits are. Like, is, is the big is the Green Monster helping him a lot? I, I really wonder that because, you know, I know a lot of people said that might be the reason why he's looking to go there because he's so good at punching the ball to the left field. Let's see here at home. At home, he has a batting average of 315 with an on base of 397. Oh, so it can't be that different. On the road, it's he's better on the road at, with a 322 batting average and a 394 on he's base. He's just a good fucking percentage. hitter. And... A bit less uh, plate appearances though on the road, about like 30 or so less. Uh, and I, I just, I just don't know what the Yankees could really do. I mean, I, I don't know how much they can really do to improve the club near the deadline. But Pete, to your point. 24 RBI at home, only nine on the road. Mm. So there's, I mean, that 30 at-bats is a, a difference, yeah. but that RBI total is pretty yeah. uh, different at home. Well, there's, I mean, there's a few things that they should do. I mean, they need to clean up their outfield for sure. Uh, they, they'll tell you that they like Jake Bowers. He's not an everyday player. Like, just, No, he's a good bench guy. Mm-hmm. No, I, I have no problem with him on the team. Yeah. I just don't think he should be he's the starting left fielder. Uh, so I, I don't know who's out there. Like people, this is what I hate about Twitter. Like, oh, well, well who's out there? I don't know. I'm not the general manager. He, he yeah. needs to figure this shit out. Not me. Bellinger I'm just was another what, fucking miss. Who? Bellinger was another miss, man. I mean, and look, he, the, he, 
Here's the thing, though, about him. I explained this in my video. Like, I wouldn't have signed him in the offseason. I wouldn't have either. So I'm not going to beat up Cashman on that one. But the year he's having and knowing that he's a hell of a good center fielder and he's a very good first baseman and he's a lefty and he doesn't strike out at all anymore, I'm like, that would have been the perfect mm-hmm. get. And I don't know if they'll trade him, but would Brian Cashman go to Hal Steinberg and now be like, hey, we want this guy that we could acquire for only money. And now we're going to have to give up maybe three prospects to get them to pay his salary to mm-hmm. get him here. I don't know. So I said, it's very, it's very tough to figure out what they're going to do. Um, is Jason Dominguez the answer? I think over his last 11 or so games, hitting like 275. So he, he's starting is he the to answer really this hit. year. You, you That's think my that- thing. I don't know. Is that the route they go? Do they say, well, hey, look, we don't got the money, but we believe in these other guys. Maybe we could trade for a relief pitcher or two and we go with the young kids in the lineup. Well, I'm glad that you brought up relief pitcher because I don't think the Yankees need a relief pitcher. I think the Yankees need a closer. They need to yeah, acquire yeah, a legitimate I closer. I agree. I tweeted this last night. Every team in Major League Baseball needs an end boss. You need to know who's coming out in the ninth inning to shut the door. You know, Clay Holmes, Cooper, closes, okay. Clay Holmes closes on Saturday, but then he pitches in the seventh inning on Sunday. That's not a closer. He's right. not, and, and let me ask both of you. I mean... Are you guys comfortable with him closing a big game for the Yankees? Really not. No. No way. No. I but no will you say though that you are more confident in Clay Holmes these last couple of weeks that he's kind of found a little bit more of something? He's still he still scares the shit out of me. Well, Definitely. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him with him closing games. I'm okay with him with with the middle relief role. I'm not yes. okay with him closing games for the Yankees, not at all. He should not be the guy that's the closer. And that's the thing. Like the Yankees they don't even know who their closer is because you can't tell me that, oh, I'm using him in lanes. Well, if you're using him in lanes, then he's not your closer because I guarantee you nobody is going to use Mariano Rivera in lanes. They're going to use him in the fucking ninth inning to close the, the ball game out. Yep. The only time you saw Bless Mariano him, Rivera in the seventh inning is when you knew he was throwing two and a third. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They were desperate gonna... to win, and he he was going to throw two and a third, two and two thirds, or whatever. You go. That's the only time and, you uh... saw Mariano Rivera in the seventh inning, and it wouldn't yeah. happen often. But you know, you need no, you need if there's going in 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 the bullpen. I don't care. You want to say Kings a sixth inning guy, and then one night is Tommy Canely, mm-hmm. and then whoever roles can be you know can be interchangeable. But you need to know who's coming in in the ninth inning. Who's the guy that's going to shut the door? Right. Well, the other team needs to know it, too. And that's the other thing. The other team needs to know. And, and that's what made the Yankees so good for many years. And honestly, too, if you watch the Astros last year, it was, what, Abreu, Montero, and then Presley. And you were like, all right, hey, if we're down in the sixth inning, we're fucked. And mm. every, the other team knows that. The Yankees right now, what are you saying if you're the other club? Hey, we're down by two runs. Who are we facing? I mean, mm. who, who, who's it going to be? Okay, it might be... Um, it might be uh, 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 Wandy Peralta, or it might be this guy. And I love Wandy Peralta, but I don't want to limit Wandy Peralta to become this late-inning-only guy if there's a big situation in the fifth inning in the playoffs, so he has to get a lefty out. I, I don't want him to have that type of role. The Yankees legitimately need a closer, and it might be one of the, one of the biggest needs that they have. Do you see them maybe going after Liam Hendricks? He's uh, got a club option, option for next year. He seems like a, a name, maybe a Kenley Jansen. Uh, Ryan Presley is going to be a free agent in twenty. But but here's he's the thing: gonna... you when I when I think of this from Brian Cashman, they're going to trade any legitimate prospects. They're going to want somebody that has control. They're going to want somebody that 
is potentially effective for years to come if they're going to trade some okay. some decent high level assets. So I know that so you're not out seeing there. for a rental. You're I can see that. No, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see that um, with the White Sox because th that that just makes a lot of sense. But I feel like if they're going to offer something that they did a big move, you're looking at names like to me, a dream scenario would be Diaz from Cincinnati. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. That would be a dream scenario just because it also shoves it in the Mets ass. I think mm. it's just funny. We got two Diaz's. One is pitching. Your guy's in out, unfortunately, but one is closing for us now, maybe leading us to a possible championship. But then you got Bednar. What about Bednar? I mean, he he's yeah. it's a team the Yankees trade with all the damn time. Yeah, he's a free agent in 2027, Bednar. Then yeah. another one in that same category, I would say, is Emmanuel Classe on the oh, on the on the Guardians. He's, uh, he's not been the same this year. That's yeah, the one thing. Take him. Well, that could be the guy you go for then. The one that's that the thing get. about these old school managers, uh, like Terry Francona, is they will abuse relievers. And Class yep, A led the true. league, mm. I believe he led the league in appearances last he year. Did. And he did, you know, yeah. How's Bednar was... doing? Is he has he gotten worse or is he still like the best relief pitcher on the planet right now? ERA was in like the mid threes, yeah, got, yeah. Right now, it's at a 1.13 ERA, so it seems 1. like 1. he's 3, yeah. is it? figured it out. Yeah, oh, well, I, I remember a couple weeks was... ago, his ERA is like 0.54. Like he's dominated the entire season. I might have been looking at somebody else that. Yeah, the his his highest his highest was like one point one eighty, and that was in April eleventh. He's, he's might have been somebody going, else that I, down, I had down, my down. eye on. That it, like the Diaz trade to me, I, I can't even comprehend what that deal would even look like because they'd probably not even care about getting a guy like Peraza because their two top prospects are shortstops. Right, and that's what mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody on Twitter last night. Uh, about is like the Yankees are going to have to find a way to get if they really are targeting him and, and think that he's like a, a the missing piece for them they're going to have to get creative because their their top prospects are shortstops and I know that you yeah. you know maybe you just take talent I don't know how they would view Peraza over their guys or whatever but you know it doesn't seem likely that 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 could be something that matches up but what if they gave you Fraley with them and they're like hey give us the Mingas and two other guys and you got a deal that way you get your left fielder, your closer, but you got to give up. See, I'm not tied. Guy. I like Dominguez. I like the idea of him, but I'm not tied <laughs> to him. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if they're if they looking at it, like, hey, look, we, we, we don't do a deal unless we get this guy, but to make it sweeter for you, we'll give you Fraley, who's a lefty outfield. He's already up there. He's ready to go immediately. Do you bite the bullet on that and believe that Diaz is going to be that good for that many years for him? I mean, I go ahead, Christian. Left field. So you left field, and oh, I, yeah. I would say right now, left field and closer <laughs> are probably their their two biggest weaknesses. Well, that'll take both of them away. Mm -hmm. No, you're gonna. I'm not saying I do it, but I'm just saying. I mean, if, how if they come to you it, like that, how? Now, yeah, but I. It, okay, it's Dominguez and what? Like how much more? Let's say Dominguez, Warren, who's one of their top starting pitching prospects, struggling right now, and two lower level guys. You know what? I so live let's 40, say fifteen to twenty prospect. I live forty minutes from Somerset. I will go pick up Dominguez. I'll take him to New York Airport <laughs> myself. Like honestly, okay. I, I'm out, I'm of the mindset right now. I've been like this for the past couple of years. Like if you're not going to help this team win this year, I'm. I'm willing to trade you for somebody that I think can, you yeah. know, I don't so. see them trading Dominguez for a relief pitcher, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're not open to trading them. I think they would. It just depends on what it's for.
what do you value? What do the Yan- what would the Yankees value uh, Diaz at? Do they value him as a top five closer in the game? Because if they do, then you trade. I would trade what's, Dominguez for him. SGR, what's his numbers right now? Diaz. Yeah. Pull those up. Uh, Yandy Diaz currently. Oh, not Yandy. Not Yandy. Yeah. I'd love Yandy. to get him too. Shit, get him on the Yankees, please. Wait, what's his what's his first name? Alexis. No, Alexis. Alexis. Yeah, right now he's got a one six one ERA in twenty three mm. games. He's got uh, thirteen saves. He's a little wild, I know that, but man, oh man, I mean, you get an arm like that, knowing he's yeah. closing games with Mike King there. Twenty two innings pitched, forty one strikeouts. So he's walks wow. as he have. What'd you say? Walks. Uh. Uh. 11 11 that's not terrible uh, yeah uh, 11 walks in 22 innings though not, oh not, 22 innings yeah. yeah that's not that's not great not great nine hits four runs allowed oh well, his whip is his whip is still under one yes his whip is yeah. 0.896 it'll be interesting what they do because they don't i mean they do have arms that they could turn into bullpen arms later in the year like Luis heel is making his comeback do you just say hey when you're when you're you know Throwing at ninety nine again. You got that. You got that fastball and that slider. Do we rely on you? But again, this this is what bothers me about the Yankees. You're the fucking Yankees. You're not the Royals. Like that to, to me Lu- is you like should a, have to turn Luis Heel into a reliever. Exactly. That to me is like a Tampa type thing. It's like all right, let's see who could be a relief pitcher. I don't want to do that. Like the the Yankees need to figure out ways because when it comes to the offense side, you're gonna have to see who Donaldson is. If Donaldson ends up sucking over the next month, if those two home runs are an outlier and he's sucking. You got to give Peraza a shot. You got to let Peraza just come up and see what he can do here, and, and do the same thing you did with Aaron Hicks and just dump Donaldson. There's no point of holding on to him. But I think the Yankees can find offense in the minor leagues if they let these guys play. The problem is going to be fixing that bullpen and the rotation if you need it. If the Yankees trusted Michael King to pitch back to back days or you know three out of four days, I, I, maybe that's your answer. I mean, I think he probably profiles the best to be My the closer. He's just, but he's so important. I in know. Those other innings, I agree. Innings I do agree. Closer. But are the Yankees going to have the stones to acquire a fucking closer? I think that. And if they if they fucking don't, then they shouldn't. Don't give us the bullshit about a World Series caliber team because you're not. That's what you were saying a couple a uh, few minutes ago when you were like, uh, when you said, um, "Do you think that they've done enough in Cole and Judge's prime?" and like. No, I don't because then last year, dude, I get it. You were waiting for Anthony Volpe, and I'm fine with that. Like, but you brought fucking IKF in here to play shortstop. Yeah. That's not serious. Nope. Nope. And then even, you know, I, I agree. I agree, like what even SGR said about getting Rodon. I think that is the right move to make. No doubt about it. Rodon was was perfect for this club. And I'm I'm on the belief of thinking this guy's going to pitch this year for us. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not. I think he is. He's in hitters tomorrow, I believe. Yes, on Wednesday. But what like Wednesday. what was the other move when we all knew? Brian Cashman sat there in front of everybody's face and says, yeah, that's the reason we went after Ben Attendee because we recognize we need more of that in the lineup. And then he just sat out the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that pisses me off. When other guys went elsewhere, hell, Jerickson Profar is the greatest player in the world. He's playing better as of late. He signed for seven fucking million dollars. I mean, you mean to tell me you couldn't just say, hey, this guy's a switch hitter. He got bat on top of it or he got way better protection here than Colorado. Let's take the risk on this guy. 
I mean, I, I just don't understand that they're, that they're unwilling. Luis Arise, they might have had a chance at. I don't know how much, how realistic yeah. it was. Jeez. But maybe they could have had a chance at him. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, is Severino an option to be traded? I mean, that's something we're not talking about. What if, what if Severino, who, you know, Nestor comes back and Rodon is back, and now you're looking at it going, we don't have a lot of money to throw out, but some team is all offering us a hell of a deal that's going to make us better. Does the Yankees afford- or Severino, one of these guys, go? I'm glad you brought that up because the next thing I kind of wanted to get into here was Nestor Cortez, <clears throat> right? So uh, we heard yesterday that the shoulder has been barking in between starts. Uh, he can't recover his recovery time or whatever they, they were saying. Uh, so he's likely going to go on the IL. So, yep. I mean, first part of this is, is the era of nasty Nestor over? Is this, are we, mm. is he just like, back to being what he was a guy that got DFA three or four times. I mean, I think it was that game against the angels early in the year. And I texted Chris and Ryan and I said, you know, when do we give this guy the respect of being a legit top of the rotation guy? And then he kind of had a really a rough sixth inning or he gave up like two or three runs and the final line wasn't so good. And then ever since then, he's been pretty bad. So, I mean, You want to blame injury? Do you just want to blame that uh, the clock struck midnight? I don't know, but like, okay, so can you afford trade Luis Severino? Can the Yankees really afford to trade Luis Severino? I think the question really comes down to it is <clears throat> if they feel, and let's give, matter of fact, I got to do this. I got to give some credit to Domingo Herman who always just gets overlooked, but somehow... He's a piece of shit. That's he why. is a piece of shit. There's no doubt about it, but he continues to throw up good numbers on games and keep the Yankees in games and shut teams down, and there's always going to be some bullshit with him, it seems like, but... As a pitcher, which I... Good fucking he, pitcher. He's a good pitcher. No doubt. Brian Ka- he was in the... Uh, he was in the Nate Valdi trade, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And I yes. believe that Brian Cashman when he traded for Nate Evaldi, said that he picked up a lottery ticket. And that lottery yeah. ticket was Domingo Herman. And we've seen the Yankees are cashing in on that right now. And no doubt. look, this is the this is the side of this is the ugly side of sports, this is the dirty side of sports. He smacked his girlfriend at a gala in front of his entire team. Why didn't the Yankees release him? Because he okay. did what he a did gala? last night. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because gala? he did okay. Because right, he did what he did month, last night. Pride That's month, why. Gala, all right. June, okay. Gala, 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 gala. Data, 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 data. Okay. Because he went out there and he spun a fucking gem against one of the best yep. teams in baseball. Yeah, That's like, why the Yankees didn't get rid of him for doing what he did. And again, that's the ugly side of sports. Do you want to root for a guy that smacks his wife? No, I don't want to root for a guy that right. smacks his wife. But I mean, if you're going, if he's going to be on the team, it's it's that that dirtiness of being a fan. Like you just you have to not think about it. Yeah, and I think over like his last 131 innings, I think it is he's pitching like a three and a half ERA. So he's been very very valuable for the Yankees. But getting back to the Severino situation is. I think the way you got to look at it is, one, are the Yankees going to re-sign him? Two, is the draft pick if you offer him to qualify an offer and he doesn't accept it, is that more valuable than a potential trade Mm. that can help the Yankees now and next year? Um, I don't even know if teams would even be interested in him. I think they would if he's healthy, but what does he mean to the Yankees? I think that's the big question, too. What does he mean to the club? 
Is Severino even going to be? Look at his last outing. What three to three miles off on the fastball? And Big now time. you're concerned. Is there an injury there? Is it something he's hiding again? I I don't know. I don't know. Do Sevy wants to pitch for a contract, so you know he wants to be out there. If there was something bothering him, you think he's saying it? I don't think so. I don't think so. So I, I guess it's just one of those tough situations because Cashman has Sumi, done such a bang up job on constructing his roster that uh, now if they if they don't want to go over this Cohen tax, they probably have to trade some sort of salary or give up a lot more like they did with Joey Gallo to get the other team to pay deals coming back to him. So it's it's going to be a, a tough, tough uh, month or so to see what the Yankees actually do. Assume Severino was healthy, right? Let's just say it was <clears throat> healthy. Flip on the radar, and he's, you know, in the next four or five starts leading into the deadline, whatever it is, our typical Sevy starts, you know? Mm-hmm. And somebody calls up and says, what would it take to get him out of here you could, to whatever whatever team? First of all, what do you want in return for him? Mm. Uh, for Sevy? Would be enticing for you? Would you? I don't know, man. First of all, I get... I guess the first thing we can eliminate is if a team called up and offered prospects, you say no. Right, you say, no. Right? You're, I'm getting rid of him for maybe like a rental. Yeah, what if it's for an outfielder that has a, the, the rest of the year only and he just do a swap? Let's say Rodon's back and he's filthy and you got Herman pitching well and Cortez is back and you could sit there and go, well, left field still sucks for us. We have no production there. Mm-hmm. And if we can go out there and get a good left fielder for him, straight up, money is kind of matched. It's just a swap. Another Bader for Montgomery type deal. Okay, let's do it like this. This makes sense. Bellinger for him. Get him paid about $12 million. Get him roughly the same thing. He has an opt-out for next year. Mutual option. Mm. So this is just purely from the Yankees' perspective because I don't know how how much that makes sense for the Cubs to do, right? Because I don't think they're not in a playoff race, right? So well, if the Cubs want to resign him, what if they go to hell with it? You know, we'll bring this guy back for a four or five year deal. Uh, we're getting all the okays in. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, all right. So let's say that deal's on the table. Sevy for Bellinger. Are you signing the papers on it? If you're Brian Cashman. What about Sevy for Yelich? I feel like that might be a more realistic. <sighs> the money. One the money ju- is my concern. Yeah. So the money. I'm just saying more about a team that if we're comparing this deal to last year's deal with the Cardinals, it was two teams everything that were mat- competing for a playoff spot. But everything matched up. With, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So even the, the contracts money. were so the that's same. Where that so. skew happens. All right. So, so that's what, why what I if think the, they, what if what if, I mean in that deal that we're talking about right now, to me, it would still have to depend on a lot of things. It would have to depend if Carlos Rodon has pitched a bit already and he's showing yes. that he's healthy. Is Nestor Cortez's shoulder injury or is it more than that? Is it something that we don't know about and he's going away for uh, for a little while? Is he dealing with something? Is it? Uh, Domingo Herman continued. Is there somebody else that steps up for the Yankees? Did the Yankees mm-hmm. make a previous trade for a starting pitcher before that? Um, I think there's a lot of questions that would go on it. But but to me, if I'm looking at the Yankees and I go, hey, we got a hole in left field. Like there's nobody that Bader may not be fully healthy yet. And the thing that attracts me so much to Bellinger is he's also a damn good first baseman. So if something happened to Rizzo, you also got one of the better defending first basemen and, and a guy that hits for power from the left side and doesn't strike out. Like, I, I don't know, maybe he comes to the Yankees and he goes to hell. Who the hell knows? But to me, it could be something that 
you may seriously have to take a risk on if that's on the table. Or maybe a, another Cardinals. I don't know if the Cardinals will do another deal like that again with the Yankees, but a Lars Newtbar or something like that for Severino. I don't know if they would do that, but I, I, I don't know. It, it's it's tough. It's going to be interesting how they navigate this. I don't think the Yankees... I don't think they can trade starting pitching. They have. That's my concern, too. You All have right, to have so, everybody really back already pitching well. No, Garrett Cole gets pulled in the sixth inning in that game last night uh, on Saturday because he's got he's cramping, right? Okay, thank God it was a minor issue. The Yankees won the game. Bro, they lose this guy. We're fucked. Oh, right? no doubt. Look, everybody's got their own issues with Garrett Cole, right? But the one thing Garrett Cole does is he takes the ball every five days. And more times than not, he goes out there and he pitches like a top pitcher in the sport. The Yankees, if the Yankees don't have that to rely on, they're screwed because nobody else in this rotation can provide the security that Garrett Cole does. That when you know that if it Wednesday's Garrett Cole's time to fucking pitch, Garrett Cole's going to be on the mound on Wednesday. Facts. You don't know that with anybody else in this rotation. You even if you even if you see somebody's name penciled in, you don't know that son of a bitch is taking the mat. These guys drop oh, like right. flies all the time. Since Garrett Cole's been here, Garrett Cole yeah. answers the bell every single time out there. No doubt about it. All right, no we got about it. we got another super chat here. It's from uh, the from, Ultimate Warrior from Epic Warrior. Epic. Uh, the Yankees need to get okay. better at drafting and developing players mm. could have drafted Gunnar Henderson, but we got <clears throat> Anthony Siegler, a catcher. The list goes on. Right. And I'll I saw him, this I'll last give him credit. They, they have gotten better over the last couple of years though. They drafted fair. Nick Solak ahead of Pete Alonzo. Yeah. I've seen them. I've seen them all yeah. last night. So, but you could do this with everybody. Yeah, I mean, you could almost do this baseball. with every team when it went that that's a tough thing about a draft. There's always going to be hits and misses. There's guys drafted in the third or fourth round. Nobody thought about, and they, they end up being pretty good. So, to me, that's always a tough thing on, on the drafting. I think the Yankees have a bit of a problem on the way they're developing their hitters. I, I I think this whole mindset and philosophy they have of how they are. Like, when, when I hear Dylan Lawson speak, I want to blow my fucking brains out. The fact of the matter is that this guy could be a hitting coach and go, I don't care about offensive stats as long as we're scoring enough runs to win games. What the hell does that even mean? I like, prospect is hitting 180, you dumbass. Like... We're look, dude. I hit two sixty in JV my junior year, and that's my biggest accomplishment okay, on okay. a baseball field. But I can sit there and watch Anthony Volpe and know exactly what's wrong with him. Uh, it's it's as clear as fucking day. I wish I had the video pulled up this morning. I actually did it. Even on the home run, his ass was in the other dugout before the ball was hit. He's opening so early. He's never going to hit an outside pitch. And if anybody thinks he's going to go on a run hitting 340 over an extended period of time, swinging like that, I guarantee you it's not going to happen. Not it's sustainable. Impossible. It's not sustainable. Not sustainable. The way, no way. His mechanics are not sustainable for him. And I love Volpe. And I really, honestly, truly believe that this kid is going to be a legit ball player for this, for this team, right? But his mechanics in his last three or four weeks stretch are atrocious. Yeah, he's good enough where he can run into one like he did in Seattle, like he did last night. But, dude, like we said, use any cliche you want to. This guy is stepping in the bucket every time that he comes up there. And his swing is so fucking long that he can't yeah. make up for it. Yep. And I can see that. It's obvious. But why, it's what are, fucking I mean, day. Jesus, what are the Yankees doing about it? Nothing. I mean, honestly, nothing. Look, the point of the matter is, 
Look at the when you listen when you watch broadcast the games, and I don't, but people always tell me because I'm calling the game. But people always tell me to go, "Hey, Pete, Paul O'Neill has talked about it. Cone has talked about it. The other night they were on whatever they were on. Uh, fucking John Smoltz talked about it. And it, and all you got to do is have eyes. You could tell he's stepping so far out, and his hips are opening so early. The only pitch you could get to is an inside pitch. It's the only pitch he has a chance of hitting. Other than that, he's not going to hit Dick. I mean, that's what that's what scares me is that I don't is that the Yankees I don't know what they're looking at. Like, go this kid should be in the cage every day with somebody working on his mechanics right now. That should be the only thing that you do with him is just working on his mechanics. Whether that's tea, toss, fucking jerking off in the bedroom. I don't care what it does. <laughs> work on this. He should be working on his mechanics right now. And okay. speaking of and speaking of jerking, okay. Chris okay. is not okay. here today because okay. uh, of a wrist injury. Okay, he, he was jerking to hurt right. his okay. wrist. Okay, <laughs> he Speaking was using of... Li Yankee Kings lotion bottle. That's right. Oh. That's right. Brand new in stores now. Okay. DJ uh, steals with yeah. a super chat. Says I hate snowflakes. Anyway, sup Pete and Chris. You got you must be doing the mushrooms. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing, DJ? Little <laughs> <laughs> Mayhew over there. What 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 about snowflakes? Like, how did that even come said up? Said I hate oh, no. snowflakes. He hates snowflakes. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Little I guess snowflake. He doesn't Snowing like the outside. winter. Okay, he likes summertime. No okay. Okay. okay, the June swoon. Okay, okay. Pride Month. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the Yankees are doing. By the way, guys, we got two hundred plus in here right now. Where are these likes? I get it to over hundred likes, would you? Please. Um. But this guy just wrote Dylan Lawson at 286 and T-ball. Yanks were impressed and hired him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was talking about this on a game season, and I'm not knocking Matt Blake. I like Matt Blake. I think he's doing good. But what happened to the days of getting coaches that actually played Major League Baseball? Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a dick, but I know if I was a Garrett Cole or somebody, I'd look at him and say, hey, when the fuck were you in this situation? Shut up. Like, what do you Come out here yeah. to give me a rest. Well, oh, that's, uh, that, that's, that's the organizational philosophy, bro. I don't get it. Dylan Lawson. Who, what, what good major leaguer has he faced? I mean, let's be honest. You're, you're trying to tell me how to hit a baseball. Come on, man. Come on. Get somebody in here who knows what the hell they're talking about. Let me, let me go talk to Paulie for a little while. Let me go talk to O'Neal. I'll listen to him. Yeah, back, it, it kind of, though, uh, that almost, uh, sorry, just to add to that, that point <clears throat> that Pete's making it kind of adds to why there isn't that kind of rapport with, with the, with pitching staffs or coaching staffs. It's because they're just, why, why would you listen to that guy? Another reason is they make so much money. Why am I going to listen to a guy that makes $30 million less than me? So there's all these different factors yeah. that play into it. I just thought that would be. That's why I always feel like, I feel like the mentioned. respect factor has to yeah, be there a little bit. Like you've been there and done that. I get it. You need to buy into what they're, what they're selling you. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that Aaron Boone does have going for him is that he, is a former major league baseball player. He knows yep. the struggles of these guys. Like the men, like, okay, you could sit there and tell me every little analytical computer-based thing out there. You can't tell me the mental aspect of it. And I and I that that should be Boone's biggest strength is that he knows the mental grind of this game. Yep. Because we had, uh, I wanted to call him Bob. We had Brett Boone on the show years yeah. ago. Uh, I was thinking it was after the 2018 season, or um, I don't remember exactly what was said, but you know, it was basically like we we had him on and we interviewed him, and you know, like give us the reason why that Aaron Boone 
can do this job now mm. obviously you know we're here six years later and i don't think that he can but um you know he just told this story about how aaron was just like he was defeated like going into game seven in the, of the 20 uh 2003 alcs like he got benched like he was just atrocious and just you know and then he he had that one moment and i don't know do you give you get back that world series appearance so he never manages the ball club <laughs> Oof, that's tough no i can't Although appearance, fuck the appearance. We lost. Yeah, give it back. Get him off the team. Get him off the that, team. I brought that up. I bring that up every time, time and fuck again. It. It's like, would you? <laughs> I know we're losing. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't even need it. I don't need it. Then the hell with it. Like, there, dude, that it's a badly, season, no matter what. That we didn't have to deal with Aaron Boone for the last six years. You know. You, you know the, the the funny thing is, I'll be honest. It kind of shocked me that he's been thrown out of games as much as he has been. I didn't even notice that until I finally saw the stat, and I'm like. I like I like Boone. Don't get me wrong. Like, people think I don't like him. I don't like Aaron Boone as a manager. And and when when people oh well Pete, but it's not him. Well then he's just fucking he's as fucking bad. I don't want to hear that. Well oh well he's listening. He's as bad as the people he's listening to. That's all there is to it. So they're all one and the same. If he's sitting there listening to a nerd in the dugout, go hey here's the lineup. Here's these guys have to come in this game like this. That's it. And he's sitting there going okay I agree. He's as bad as them. He's as terrible as they are. That's all there is to it. Because he needs to have a little pride in his family, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I'm a baseball he, guy, dude. So maybe you need to have a little more pride in the game. I saw that tweet that people were busting <clears throat> your balls about on Saturday night. And I, and I agree with you 100%. Like, I almost wanted to hear that there was something wrong with Garrett Cole. And thank God that it was such a minor thing. But because I need to have that that at least belief that Aaron Boone isn't that stupid. Exactly. And that's the point. The pull Garrett Cole with 80 pitches when he's throwing a really good ball game. And that's the point of the tweet. But, you know, people are dumb as fuck on on Twitter. Oh, my God, you want Cole Hart? No, you moron. He just left with 80 pitches. Aren't you expecting that he's probably hurt? I mean, I would hope he's hurt in that situation, that he came out the game. If not, then I got a problem with Cole and I got a problem with Boone. But what's worse? I mean, honestly, like your ace is hurt or your manager is just the dumbest person walking the earth. Like, I- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, we no, got you- some super chats here. Oh, DJ oh. steals back at it. He says, Steelio. not going to lie. I'm actually impressed with the 2023 Yanks so far. So many obstacles, yet they are 11 games above 500 on June 6th. Oh, by the way, the snowflake was from work. Okay. Snowflake. Had a little snowflake uh-huh. action at work. Okay. He was under the snowblower. Yeah. All right. I mean, look, the Yankees have, have played pretty good. If you consider the injuries, you consider that they've had the hardest schedule. Yeah. I mean, they have they have done really upset with the way they've played, honestly. I think that they've done a pretty solid job. I mean, they're like you said, they're 11 games over. You look at it differently if Tampa didn't go on that right. crazy streak to open the season. I'll make. I'll make a statement right now, and I kind of led on to this um, uh, earlier show this morning. If the Yankees win a division, Aaron Boone's the manager of the year. If the Yankees win a division, in my opinion, a guy who knocks him all the time, he's the manager of the year. But I mean, you can make that argument. If Texas wins the West, Bochy's the manager of the year. It's not even close. So they just transferred. The Rangers need to win the West, or it will be an AL East manager. Let me tell you manager. something. That's a good fucking team. They that's transferred the Grom today. The Grom took a big blow. Yeah, today. but yeah. the one miss, like we always talk about, you know, when we missed up, we we missed uh, 
all the talk about, well, Volpe's the guy, so we're going to miss on these guys. Yeah. Simeon and Seager, man, those guys yeah. are phenomenal. So if you want to look at a miss, yeah, those are priority guys. I remember, everybody expected Seager to be a Yankee. Like, oh, yeah, I'll be a Yankee. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. He's going to be a Yankee. And that obviously didn't turn out. But, man, he's having a hell of a yeah. season. And then talk about, like, buying in with a manager. Bruce Bochy really does seem to get the best out of his yeah. players. I want to – I'm going to – I have Eric Kratz and um, Scott Braun coming on again. That's one of the first things I want to talk to Eric Kratz about is is really how much does a manager like that make a difference? Like, if – Yeah, if that's a great the, question. The minute they, they brought Bochy in, did those guys sit back and be like, oh, shit, we got to win now? Mm-hmm. Like, you know we're going to win now, so. Speaking of Kratz, Epic Warrior, okay, Ultimate Warriors cuz, mentions him in his super chat here. It's like what Kratz said, the Mm. Yanks got rid of good, oh, this was, this is talking about how the Yankees kind of have guys like Blake and on the pitching staff and analytics. It's like what Kratz said, that the Yanks got rid of good baseball people. Boone, it's not a hitting competition. Uh, Cash, it's about champions, championships. Umps bullied me, so I I guess it's just, he's giving (laughs) those examples of the excuses that are being made by the non-baseball minds in the Yankee. Did El Gato kill Christian? Or is he still there? Oh shit! Del I'm Gato, still here. I just oh, okay, can't get, you just can't get the, the it's El not Gato. Coming, oh, yeah, it's El not Gato. coming back on now. Hopefully, okay. we're gonna have that problem. The El Gato fix soon. He's in it. The El Gato is gonna be neutered soon, and we're gonna fix yeah. it. So we're like, just bye. we're just gonna ride with El Gato for the rest sure. of the show. We uh, like okay. El Gato here. All right. Okay. El Gato? Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. So but, uh, what, what the hell were we talking about before that? Bochi <laughs> Rangers manager of the year. Oh yeah, no, just uh, just speaking on, on on Boone again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he has the possibility. Like as DJ Steele said, I, I think the Yankees are. You know, if somebody would tell me a couple of weeks ago that the Yankees were going to be eleven games over five hundred right now, I tell them you're out your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something right. Put it that way. I never thought that Boone was a bad regular season manager it's it, i just don't trust him to make the right moves in october and that's what really scares me about him i think he does really kind of maximize what he can get out of this ball club in the regular season it's just that i think it does he he shrivels in october yeah no doubt Oh, just to kind of put a bow on uh, what we were talking about before, because we never kind of got an answer on this. Just go around the room real quick here. Is Nest? I mean, are, are how concerned are you with Nestor Cortez? Like, it, like I said, do you think that this is it for Nestor Cortez? Are we done with the nasty Nestor, and he's just going to be nasty in the sense where you want to puke in a bucket every time he takes the mound? I think it's only fair to be worried about him. Um, velocity has been down a little bit. Is this maybe a dead arm situation where he didn't really have a full spring training? So maybe it's something like that. Is it because he's never thrown a lot of innings? Now he is. I tell you what, but, but this problem, people forget this problem goes back to late last season also where right-handed batters were sitting on his cutter and just driving it out. And you you started to see more and more of that play out this year. So uh, I don't know, man. Um, I'm hoping that Nestor could be the same guy he was before. But if if we play the rest of his year, and it's like, yeah, Nestor was never the same. It, that wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, and I, I kind of went into this season, you know, the saying with him is you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I kind of 
got rid of that way of thinking with him. I felt like he, mm -hmm. he proved himself enough where I didn't want to even think about that. This wasn't the guy that we were going to have going forward, but with how he's looked this year and now the injury it, it, and his history, you kind of, you kind of can't help, but revert back to that feeling like we, we, the magic is, is fading with Nestor. No doubt. That's how I feel. Oh. But the pro the pro positive and promise is that his first two times through the lineup, he has been pretty damn good. It's that third time through the lineup is where he is awful. You think the Yankees should get creative and go with an opener on his days? Then? Good. Uh, you could do that. You could see that. You could maybe see if they get the pitching yeah, health that you can pair him with a uh, an opener. Sure. I don't know. Do whenever they try to get cute with shit like yeah, that. I know. That scares me. That's scary, that scares me with the Yankees. So that's yeah, the problem, man. though, because you can't trust Nestor Cortez. You can't trust Luis Severino. We haven't seen Carlos Rodon. Uh, you know, you got Domingo Herman. Clark Schmidt's been better, but do you want Clark Schmidt pitching big ball games for this team? Mm -hmm. I mean, so like you know, you know, like we go back, it, it's the same thing. It's Garrett Cole and question marks in this in this rotation. So. The Yankees, like we I, I think if you're gonna rank them, you might you might not put starting pitching at the top of the list of things the Yankees need to to address at the at the trade deadline. But I think it certainly should not like if Brian Cashman's receiving calls or or doing his due diligence, I, I think that starting pitching needs to be on that list of things that he needs to be looking to improve on this team because you're going into October with your ace. Okay. You have mm -hmm. you feel good about Garrett Cole, but you know, what if the Yankees have to be in the wild card series? Let's say they they win the wild card series. You're burning Garrett Cole in that, and now you're starting a division series with what? You don't know. That's why it's so damn important that Rodon is healthy. I mean, I think the season almost really comes yeah. down to him yeah, really being healthy because yeah. we, we've all known for a long time now that the Yankees desperately need that one-two punch. Mm -hmm. And it, it's it just feels like what they're missing almost every single season, so... If they get him back, you know, they'll be, they should be okay to a degree, but I, okay. I, I do, I agree with what Hersh just said. I think, I think he is the key to their season and uh, the ultimate success that they're going to have is, is going to come down to him. Yeah. You're I not going to get an answer on him for uh, like, if you're looking to get an answer on what Carlos Rodon is before you make your, a trade for a starting pitcher, you're not going to get an answer on him in time. Yeah. You got to hope that you got to hope that he's able to make at least two starts before the, before August 1st. I don't know how possible that is. I mean, if he's facing live hitters tomorrow, beginning of June, you would think he'd be pitching for the Yankees in July at some point. There'll be no reason for him not to. Even if he makes two or three starts, he should still be pitching some point in July. Now, I agree with you because let's say he gets one start and let's say he looks phenomenal. Five shutout innings, you know, eight Ks. You still can't sit there and go, well, we don't need a starting pitcher. Oh, That's can. why I said this team might need, they might need more <laughs> than we even think. You know, it just depends on how some things play out the right. next couple of weeks. I just, if he comes back and he's healthy from July on, I, I don't see them adding a starting pitcher because they will, they will bank on him being yep. the Carlos Rodon that they spent all this money on. And they're yep. not going to just take his one or two starts and say, all right, what do, what do you think? No, so, I think okay, that's yeah. full. Well, you, it's it's not just on Rodon, dude, because you have to look at, like, is Severino going to be healthy? Is Nestor Cortez going to be healthy? Because That's if you said, there's, there's just a well, shit ton of questions. Then, then, then the key to that is, for me, is 
if Domingo Herman can continue on this trajectory up until the deadline and Carlos Rodon comes back and he's healthy, then I I don't see them making a move because what what more do you really need if you have three legit starting pitchers? That that's, that's what the won thing. the Yankees the World Series in two thousand. That's the thing. That's the thing, three. and it's also something they haven't had right. over the like they they when have the Yankees gone into a series with Houston and said today you're facing Cole tomorrow Rodon the third day let's say a good Severino they've never done that. See, and that one the one year they did have a good one two punch and the guy that you were kind of banking on to continue to be himself was Masahiro Tanaka when it was Cole mm-hmm. and Tanaka and they and he just he didn't uh he just didn't have it that year. So and tomorrow they tomorrow they actually face a guy who they could trade for that's Lucas Giolito. Okay. Who's going to be a free agent in the offseason so that would be a rental type that they could go after and he said he's having a much better year than he had years past. Um mm. so you know, who knows? But and that's funny because even just talking, right? What have we mentioned already? We've said starting pitching, we've said closer, we've said left fielder. There's so much that the Yankees may need to do. And again, this goes back to the question: Is Brian Cashman creative enough to do it? To pull the need type a catcher too, off? honestly. Well, they really do. One. There's but, another one. And you know, why are we not seeing what Ben Rortvet is? I was just about to say that. Why why the fuck did Rortvet not get every damn A B? It just it doesn't make sense to me that he goes to AAA and he's tearing the cover off for the ball. And they traded him in that deal thinking that he potentially is going to be the future catcher. Rocco Baldelli was pissed about that deal, by the way, okay. that they gave him up. So I'm like, why the hell did we trade for him then? But that's the whole thing, dude. It's like, why are the Yankees mm-hmm. not giving this guy a look? Because if he is healthy when the trade happens, the plan was he was going to platoon with Kyle Higashioka Trevino's never here. So the catching tandem that last year was supposed to be Wart, Vet, and Higgy. So now this guy's healthy, and we're still not seeing him. He's sitting 345 in AAA, by the way. Winning the 1,000 OPS mm. and a 463 on-base percentage, three home runs in 55 at-bats. Yeah, I know it's an overall short sample size, but how did the Yankees not see him the first game? And like, hey, this you need to find a way to get this guy in the lineup. Like, I like Trevino, but I think what we saw last year was fool's gold. I think, uh, I think we've seen the, the major regression in him this year. Back to being what he really was was a backup catcher. So you Yankees have two backup catchers basically. Mm. So I mean, why not? What what are, what do the Yankees think is going to happen if they DFA Kyle Gashioka? Honestly, that there's going to be a fucking World War Three happen. Maybe, maybe they're half just the population is going to go away. Because yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. And I'll tell you something else. I'll go even further on Trevino. Trevino might be the luckiest fucking player in the planet. I'm going to be honest with you guys right now because I don't see, I don't see a platinum glove defender this year. No, well, not I this watch, year. For I watch sure. call every game. The guy has no arm whatsoever. Mm-mm. He's decent at framing. I don't care what stats show. And I don't see nothing on him defensively. I'm like, wow, this guy really stands out. Okay, he's great with Cole. Cute. Good. That's what's going to say. And that's, that's, that's all positive. Yeah, and that's all you need. So then what the hell is Higgy doing here? I mean, you well, that's, know, right. that's my point. Wouldn't a platoon situation, and you look at it and go, all right, they got Trevino and Rordvet, a lefty-righty platoon. That's perfect. Exactly. That's Girardi and Posada. Again, I'm not, I'm not calling him Posada. I'm saying right. the situation of it is it's a lefty, and then you got a righty. Posada was switch. I get it, but it's a different look. And you need how did you not in watch lineup. that? And how did you not watch that Cincinnati game and just go, "Well, this is what we've been missing." Well, what is he doing at AAA? Oh, tearing the cover off the ball. Why is he not playing? He's healthy. <laughs> like, 
Why is he not playing if he's healthy? I, I don't. I, I don't get the Yankees. I don't get them. So we're gonna get them back tomorrow night. Uh, as we, as we said, the Chicago White Sox are coming to town. The Yankees uh, will send Clark Schmidt to the mound on uh, on Tuesday, and then Wednesday is uh, TBD. I'm actually going to the game Wednesday. It is nice. Frank Sinatra bobblehead night. Oh, oh I saw that bobblehead that too. Bobble That's a nice bobblehead, dude. You know, I see these sons of bitches that get these things. They sell them on eBay for like 400 bucks. Well, I'm keeping this one. I can't believe it. I was looking the other day. I said, let yeah. me see if I can find that Anthony Rizzo one, the Mandalorian one. It's on eBay for like $180. Oh, shit. Yeah, I told my cousin the <laughs> night of he could have got it. He could have scooped it for like 75 bucks. And he was like, oh, it's too expensive. And then we actually shit. went to the game the following day and they were like a buck 50. And he was bitching. I said, why don't you get it for $75? I saw it myself because I was like, I would love to, I would love to have gotten that one. But matter of fact, September twenty third, Aaron Judge bobblehead night and NYY News TV Day Ooh. Part Two, twenty twenty three. Awesome, awesome, awesome. There you go. See, I, I led you right into that. Perfect, so. unbelievable. <clears throat> if you're still in the chat, hit the like button. Let's go. Let's subscribe. Yeah, we got two hundred people in here. Okay. Snacky to like. Okay. 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 Right. I, I keep saying like. it because uh, it should, it should happen. Twenty k by the All Star break. We got this. Okay. Yeah, getting close. Uh, and if you're listening to uh, Apple, uh, us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star rating and review. Um, we want to thank Pete for sitting in here tonight yeah. while uh, Chris had his, his yanking injury. Okay. So hopefully, <laughs> Chris will be back next week. So, as we said last week, reminder everybody's always been, oh, you guys are bouncing around, bouncing every Monday night in June. The NYYST podcast will be live at 8.30 on uh, NYY News TV. Yep. Makes it off every Monday in June, so we'll be here in our usual uh, home at 8.30. We want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYY News TV and NYYST. Uh, we want to thank you for listening and watching to episode 335, SGR. Go Yanks. And Pete, you could say goodbye. All right, I'll try this one. Uh See you later, you little dirty fucks, you. We're out. Oh my God,